Hey mama, welcome back to the Mom Walk Collective podcast. I'm Savannah. And I'm Ari, and we are two moms just trying to navigate through motherhood. But today we are three. We have Karen joining us. We also have Savannah. So let me just do a quick intro. Savannah is joining the team, and so she will be making appearances on the podcast as well. Um, Jamie has taken the day off, and so we are going to have Savannah and I leading this podcast. But we're super excited because we have Karen here. And Karen actually is our ambassador who kicked off Geneva, Illinois, while she was living in Illinois for two months months and now she's coming back to Newport Beach California and we'll be taking over that walk soon so Karen can you introduce yourself share a little bit about banks your husband what you do and um, anything about your motherhood journey that you just want to kick off this conversation with okay um so my name is Karen but I'm a nice Karen I always have to say that (laughs) we got a bad reputation (laughs) um yeah, uh, I have a one and a half year old named Banks. Um, I am married. <laughs> I've been with my husband for about five years and we survived the pandemic. And that's when hey. I got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <Spicy. laughs> I think that happened to a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of cuddles at home. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of Netflix and chill. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so about my pregnancy. Um, well, I guess I'll start off by saying that it was a little unexpected. And obviously, I'm very happy and grateful that it did happen. But um, it was something that it wasn't planned. Um, I had really bad um, anxiety. And I guess the birth control that I was taking was just making me go a little crazy. So I decided to take a break and I started using an app to track my cycle. (laughs) And um, that didn't work because I ended up being uh, pregnant two months after getting off birth control. So it was a shock for me. Um, Obviously, I'm very blessed that I was able to get pregnant, but I was very shocked because I thought I was doing everything right. Um, I was focusing on my mental health and on just getting healthy and balancing my hormones and, um, well, my story changed. (laughs) I ended up with banks. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it was a little, it was a little hard on me. So I guess that's something I kind of wanted to talk about. And, um, I wanted to talk about, um, body image and, um, I was struggling a lot with um, body dysmorphia and um, social media, you know, looking at um, unrealistic expectations of what women look like nowadays. So um, it affected me a lot uh, seeing my belly grow. And Mm. I feel really um, kind of bad about it now because... um, you know, pregnancy is a beautiful thing, but it just didn't feel that way when I was pregnant. I felt very icky and not to mention I was very sick the first three months. So it was like, Mm. I was, I couldn't eat. I couldn't even drink water. I was like, you know, I went to urgent care a couple times and it was just like, um, it was very hard. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine just mentally 
not being prepared to get pregnant is one thing. Yeah. You know, like thinking that like, hey, I'm going to take a break off of birth control. Mm -hmm. I'm going to track this. And then, you know, eventually down the road, I'll get pregnant, but it's not in, it's not in my game plan right now. Yeah. And I don't know if you're kind of like, I I don't feel like you're on the type A side, but I also like, don't know, maybe you are. (laughs) But like, I can understand like, if you are, if you're not planning for that, it's totally, it can intensify certain feelings. I know for me, I wasn't planning on having twins. Yeah. So it intensified finding that out and like laying in bed for a week just yeah. like and then I totally understand feeling that sense of guilt yeah of like afterwards but I also think we have to give ourselves grace with like we didn't know what we know now you yeah. know like mm-hmm. it, it's it's quite shocking yeah um but you, before we started recording, you were talking about body dysmorphia and, yeah. you know, having <clears throat> dealt with that prior to getting pregnant and then dealing with that as you were pregnant. And can you kind of walk through, like, was that like really spurred through social media and kind of just seeing those like before and afters, seeing like edited images that yeah. you were edited originally? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I guess it started off with when I found out that I was pregnant, I was actually going through it pretty, like I was working out and trying to look a certain way. And, um, sorry, (laughs) like getting emotional. Yeah. So I was working out and I was focusing on getting healthy and what my idea of looking healthy was. And so I was like, probably, you know, having a little bit of like eating disorder and stuff like that at the same time. And then, you know, finding out I was pregnant, it was like, I have to eat, I have to take care of myself, I have to, um, my stomach is going to grow. So I have to just, like, be okay with that. And I don't have control over, and especially like, me which you know I had an idea of how I wanted my life to go and I mean don't get me wrong I love my husband to death we are he's my soulmate and I'm very very happy right now but at the time it was like I wanted us to have a house and I wanted to buy my dream car and I wanted to have this like extravagant wedding and then just you know have like I had I had like a timeline in my head of how I wanted things to go and how I wanted to look, and it it was so unrealistic now looking back at it, Mm. and so, um, just not having control was just, like, it, it put me in, and also hormones, I was slightly depressed the first three months, I was depressed, I wasn't, I was having a hard time eating because of the nausea, um, seeing my body change was pretty rough, and, I felt so guilty. Like I, when I started Mm -hmm. feeling him like kick and move, I would literally cry. Cause I'm like, I would think about how like negative I felt about the pregnancy. And I would just feel so sad. Cause it's like, you know, this is something so beautiful and so special and, you know, having negative thoughts, I felt guilty about it, you know? So (laughs) 
Thank you for sharing that so vulnerably because that's, I think that's going to relate to a lot of women. Yeah. And I, I think so. I think, you know, a lot of people glamorize pregnancy and everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own thoughts and feelings and you think that you're supposed to think that way and feel that way about your own body and you're supposed to experience things the way that you see everyone else experiencing things and that's not true and mm-hmm. I had to kind of learn that and after like overcoming all that and like just finally being okay and comfortable with my pregnancy and honestly I wasn't happy until after I had him which is crazy um and it it was actually the day that I had him and I was like it sounds kind of cheesy but I was holding him and I started bawling my eyes out because I was like how did I ever have a single like negative feeling about being pregnant now that I'm holding you like it was just like you know such a relief that I was like done with all that and I had him here um and it was, it was a very difficult process, but I guess the beautiful part of it was just having him. So Mm -hmm. that's how I can, or how I word it is like, it was difficult, but it was, it was worth it a hundred percent. And I would totally do it again, but I would still cry and I would still feel, you know, self-conscious and yeah. And I feel like, I can relate so much because I feel like when I was pregnant, like I was planning on getting pregnant, but I feel like I had that same thought in my head, like all these women post, they feel so beautiful being pregnant. And I felt like when I was pregnant, I felt huge. Yeah. And like looking back at photos, I'm like, okay, I really wasn't that big. But when you're in the moment, it's so easy to be like, my pants don't fit me anymore. Like what is happening to my body and you forget that like that miracle like honestly I'm kind of in the same boat like when I had Rue I felt better like postpartum than I did yeah I was pregnant right I'm like I'm jiggly like I can't even <laughs> like, what is happening yeah but yeah I would just say that it's very relatable. And I think a lot of women go into pregnancy thinking like, oh, I'm going to feel so beautiful. I'm going to love the way my stomach looks. And it's not the reality for everyone. And so I think just telling women that it's okay, like hearing that from you, I'm like, okay, I wasn't crazy. Yeah. I felt yeah. That way. yeah. I think it's so important to, for other women to know that it's okay to not be okay. It sounds cheesy during pregnancy because you almost feel ashamed to not be, mm-hmm. I felt very ashamed. Like I didn't want to tell anybody that I was struggling and mm-hmm. I, I was depressed. I had really dark thoughts and I was like, my husband was like my, my, like my guardian angel. Like I would tell him like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. And he's like, it's okay. Like, it's normal. You know, you're going through so many body changes. You have so many in hormone, like your hormones are going nuts. Like you're, you're gonna be okay. You know, it's just temporary. And 
And he would always say, thank you so much for what you're doing. And it was just like, oh my gosh, thank you for reassuring me, you know. Um, Shout out for good husbands. Yeah. Because I think that really helps go through that change. Because you are literally in such a vulnerable state. The hormones, the body changing, the identity shift that goes in, um, like as you're preparing through pregnancy. I do have a question though, because... I find that this, like, I didn't know that this was possible, but at my doctor's office in our bathroom, they had like a poster sharing that like postpartum depression, the statistics, postpartum anxiety, the statistics. But then they also shared that people can have like pregnancy depression. They can experience that during it. Did your doctors ever share with you that that might be something you could face? No. And I feel like that's important because that can be very, it can be very dangerous. And obviously, I mean, when you're pregnant, you know, they don't want to give you any medication or anything like that. But if you're at least aware of it, um, you can talk yourself out of, you know, negative thoughts. Like it's part of the pregnancy. It's the hormones like my husband was doing. Um, But I definitely think doctors should mention that for sure. Yeah, like almost normalize those feelings. Yeah. Because like if you don't ever hear somebody else share that they were having a negative experience, then you almost feel like something's wrong. Like something's wrong with you. And I definitely felt like something was wrong with me. I I felt almost like like I didn't I wasn't worthy or I shouldn't have, you know, like like I didn't I shouldn't I didn't deserve to be a a mother because I I had these negative thoughts like it's so sad but I mean obviously I know now that it was just all in my head and um but I I feel like there should be um this should be talked about because Mm -hmm. um I did post about it on my Instagram and I was trying to be vulnerable with like I had a lot of friends that were um pregnant at the time (laughs) COVID um (laughs) And so I made a post about it just to kind of see, like, if anyone felt that way. And I got a lot of really good feedback. And I was kind of scared that I wasn't or, I mean, I don't know, being vulnerable on social media can be a little scary. But I got a lot of good feedback. A lot of women were like, you're so right. You know, you know, I felt that same way or this and that. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, it made me feel good that I wasn't alone and I got like a couple of messages from other women that were like yeah what you said was so right and blah 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 and I'm like good because I I you know I felt so like negative about it that it kind of mm-hmm. that's when I that's kind of how I overcame like feeling like I was like a bad person <laughs> or a bad mom for feeling that way <laughs> just having yeah. other people reassure me that they've had those thoughts too And I think that's, like, the beautiful thing about social media, right? Like, there is, like, a really bad rep for social media, but I think if it's used in the right context and whatnot, like, it can connect people. It allowed you to be vulnerable. And that's probably terrifying when you posted of just, like, oh, God, what am I going to get back? Like, you know, you you don't know, but I'm so glad that it was well received and that you we're able to impact those women to like, again, help them not feel alone in those feelings. Because I think in this day and age, as like, we're hearing more women share their story of having 
infertility issues mm-hmm. and walking through that infertility journey, it can cause um, people to like be nervous to share their pregnancy journey. Yeah. If they're pregnant and maybe it wasn't planned or or whatever it may be, maybe they got pregnant right away. And it's like we we should try to be respectful of everybody, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like be able to like walk through our own journey and then yeah. find the people that yes. can walk through it with us because either they've gone through it or they're currently going through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, um, you know, amazing that you guys are doing this bot the podcast because <clears throat> everyone's able to share their own journey and like you said it's okay to you know be able it's it, I mean you should be able to share what you're going through and and I think it can be scary because you want to be sensitive to other women but with having this platform you know you're sharing your story and obviously you're, you know, you're still sensitive, but it's okay to be able to like open up and share your story. (laughs) Absolutely. When, okay. So you said that you had banks and then you had that moment of like release and just cried. A lot of women face the like, um, like, Oh, I feel, I felt so beautiful during pregnancy. And then afterwards, like it was like my belly didn't go back to like being flat like before or it didn't go back to like how I'm seeing the celebrities come back yeah um how did you then like what was that journey afterwards it was hard it was still very hard and I mean I had a c-section and mommies that I'm sure (laughs) are listening to this know the scar and the little shelf that we get and all that. So it was all new to me. And when I, before I got pregnant, I I felt like I was finally starting to kind of be comfortable in my own skin, even though I wasn't like, I don't know. That's what body dysmorphia does to you. You're kind of never happy with yourself. But, um, I, um, I struggled. I still struggled. I still sometimes struggle, but I feel like I tried to get myself out of that rut by um, taking care of myself and not only prioritizing him, but also like making sure that I'm prioritizing myself, you know, trying to, I mean, it's hard trying to eat better, working out, um, wearing my, uh, postpartum garment to keep everything together (laughs) Um, yeah I mean yeah even to this day sometimes I'll wear like a swimsuit and I see my stretch marks and things like that and I'm like those weren't there before (laughs) but I mean it's just talking yourself out of it and I mean truly knowing that what you did was incredible and creating life is not something that you know anyone can do really and um, so I just kind of try and think positive whenever I start to feel that way and like I said I have my husband who whenever I'm like ew he's like I love you and like he'll kiss my belly thank you for giving us thanks and things like that and that's very helpful 
So, so <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I awesome. Literally cry thinking about that. That is yeah. so precious. Yeah, he he's a fantastic <clears throat> husband. He yeah. really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't like it's. It is challenging, and when you don't see like pre- like postpartum bodies mm-hmm. beautified. Yeah. yeah. Like even last week I was doing something and I was like, oh, like I have stretch marks or like, can you like, like cover this? And it's like, oh, we love that because they wanted to be able to show that. And I yeah. was like, sounds great. I wish you could show somebody else, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was the thought going through my head. Yeah, because I was like, everyone's okay. like, oh, you know, you're so well, the same thing they tell you when you're pregnant. Oh, you look so beautiful. You're glowing. And, or, oh, you you know, your stretch marks are beautiful. They're so natural. And you look so good natural. But, like, in reality, you see, you know, all these magazines and, like, Instagram models that have had babies. And you don't see a single stretch mark on them. Like, I think I gave birth, like, shortly after uh, that supermodel Emily Rudd, I forgot Emerald. I don't know, but oh, I, I know the like, last name. It's yeah, I was out. looking at her photos, and I was, like, I was still pregnant. And I'm like, wow, oh, she looks so good. It was so toxic for me to look at her photos. Um, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to like look like that and like hold my baby all cute like this and all this stuff. And of course, like I had this like giant cut across my stomach and like stitches and like. I didn't know that your uterus takes a year for it to go back to normal (laughs) and all these things. And I'm like, I can't even like sit without being in pain. Like there's no way that I can look like that. And it was very toxic because I was very upset that I did not look like her. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) where did you like when did you learn that the uterus doesn't contract for like a full year? Because I had never heard that. So that's like that gives me some hope right now. Yeah. So I I don't know if it's a fact fact, but I took a and actually this helped me a little bit too. I took a postpartum class. Um through a program called Moms Orange County and it's free (laughs) and I'm not just like saying this to promote them but it's very helpful it was a free class and they talked about your body and like all the body changes you're gonna have and I mean I still struggled with it but the class did kind of help me a little bit because I was like okay this is normal it sucks but it's normal and um they kind of like showed me how your uterus goes back and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend everybody who has never been pregnant take that class because it really does like they talk about things that you had no idea were a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Literally had no idea. Yeah. So So now are there things that you do or try and like limit your time on social media or when you catch yourself doing the comparison game or just in your head, like things that you do to stop yourself? Um, I go through phases, you know, I read like self-help books and things like that. And then it's kind of like an addiction. It's, it's like you read and you try to think positive and then you fall back into it again. And you're like, you know, like, I, I've had so many thoughts of, like, 
like changing things about myself that I don't need to change. And, but I guess it's just knowing that there's something, you know, that isn't wrong with you, that's wrong with you. Just acknowledging that, you know, I have, you know, body dysmorphia and, um, but I do struggle with it still. And I probably will, I don't know. It helps a lot being a mom too. I feel like it's not as bad as it was. Like, I feel like he, um, I have so much focus on just him that I don't really, I mean, I obviously still try and take care of myself. I, I try and get ready every day and that helps. Um, feeling good about yourself helps. Um, but I feel like I'm not like scrolling as much or like just thinking about what everyone else is doing anymore because I'm so focused and on him and my family and my husband and like trying to better our family that I'm, I'm not like, you know, trying to, which it helps to be busy. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. I think, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I feel like motherhood and even parenthood. So even talking to like the dads, like it's can be very healing mm-hmm. because it can reveal a lot of stuff and heighten things. Yeah. But then if you take the time to actually address it, yeah. it's almost like you have a greater purpose to then work on those things because 100%. you don't want to pass them off to your children. You don't mm-hmm. want to have you like, I almost feel like guilty having negative thoughts about myself because if I'm speaking that to myself are they hearing that and then are they going to internalize that so do yeah. you guys yes what's like your both uh, of your journeys 100%. on that okay so, you go I <laughs> so I have Ruth, a little girl and so when I was pregnant and like would have the thoughts of oh, I don't, I don't feel pretty. Like I feel huge, all that kind of stuff. I like told myself like when there's no more of this, like I would never want her to hear me say this to myself and then her say it to herself one day because it's so easy to get caught up in social media and all of that. And I know like my, I talked to my sister-in-law about this and she has friends, she's older. So she has friends that have kids in high school. And one of the moms is like so hard on herself. And now her daughters are starting to be that way. And so for me, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Like, I'm not going to do this because I don't want my daughter to do this. So. Yeah. I even stopped using filters on Instagram and TikTok. Like as much as like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't have any makeup on. Like, I just need something to look alive. I'm like, but what? how does that escalate to then she thinks she needs to look a certain way all the time? when like she can just be beautiful as she is right and you know what I'm very grateful that I'm friends with Yori because I'm so used to um I guess different friendships you know like I I love that you're sharing this and being honest because you know my friends before motherhood you know it was like all about I mean not all of them. I love my friends. I'm just saying I had some friends that were like all about looks and things like that. And so you feel like, okay, that's how I have to be. But now like listening to you talk and listening to you, Savannah, it's like, it's so true, you know? And and once you become a mother, mm-hmm. things that mattered to you don't before don't 
matter anymore. You kind of like get these, you, you, I mean, you, you get these like eye-opening experiences where you're like, the little things really don't matter anymore. It's like, you want to be a better person for your child. You don't want to have negative thoughts because you, it would hurt to think that they would have these negative thoughts too. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I guess every, I mean, no one's perfect, but I've come to realize that I have become a better person. And I, I mean, every day I fight with my negative thoughts and like my negative feelings because of him, because I don't want to be, I just want to be a good person for my son because I want him to be a good person too. So, mm-hmm. and a, and a happy person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's motherhood like reprioritizes things in your life oh yeah like the things that you thought were important or like took a ton of headspace like it could potentially still continue to do that after having them um but once like you become like aware of like is this something I want to pass down like Mm -hmm. is this something I want them to internalize it like really shakes you up yeah (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and you, like you can either like make that change or y- like you put them at risk for internalizing that and I think I I also want to be careful because that there are things that we should still focus on as individuals and like not put things to the side just so like we can like raise our children I think like being an example to them is like so powerful but I think the conversation that we're having right now is like the negative thoughts and like the Mm -hmm. like self-doubt and the looking in the mirror and what do we tell ourselves I I really want to work with our kids on like looking in the mirror when they can start speaking and like speaking affirmations into being confident and like yeah and just understanding that like I I just want to be that like influence in them Mm -hmm. like I want to be the strongest influence so that their lives are going to look their childhood is going to look completely different than our childhood because there's so many different things available now um so like how can we still be the like primary influencer in their life I think a a lot of it too has to do with who you surround yourself with as well. So like if you're having really strong friendships that all have the same beliefs, um, you know, your kids are going to most likely think the same way. But if you have friendships or family members that aren't confident and, you know, prioritize things that really aren't important, they're going to feel the same way. So I think... Yeah, they're influencers. Yeah, (laughs) real life people, their family members (laughs) and friends. Yeah, you start to like really put into perspective like the saying that the five people that you hang out with the most are a reflection of who you become. Yeah, and yeah, that's really powerful. Um, okay, to wrap this episode up, what is a word of advice that you would share to a mama who's just found out she's pregnant and is experiencing all the body changes and maybe starting to have those negative thoughts what is a word of encouragement for her 
it does get better (laughs) and it is worth it um and it's normal and it sounds cheesy but it is gonna be okay and um I would say that when you're holding your baby you're probably gonna have that moment and you're gonna be like this was all worth it for sure (laughs) and it was meant to be (laughs) That is a, it's a pretty magical moment when you hold yeah, those babies for the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you have to have, like, those intense emotions that day. Like, those emotions grow. But, like, when you finally get to meet them Earthside, you're like, whoa. Like, you were, like, moving in my belly last night. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I think it actually wasn't that day because I was still, like, super out of it from my C-section. But when I was holding him and I was like mentally there I was like this is pretty awesome and I I remember like walking up to go shower and like feeling like everything was kind of like falling out of my body because of my c-section and then turning back and looking at him in his little bed and being like oh my gosh this is worth it the pain the the stress the the depression like it's totally worth it (laughs) yeah thank you so much for sharing your story and for being so vulnerable yeah i know it's not easy but i know that you're also making an impact so i appreciate you thank you for having me can you plug your socials and you can plug the you can plug geneva and um and newport if you'd like okay um so um the plug for geneva is momwalkco.geneva l <laughs> and the newport one is momwalk Co or Newport, <laughs> and then your personal. If people wanted to reach My out to you, personal is Karen Alex, and there's actually something else that I want to say about my personal Instagram. Mm. So, I feel like I'm kind of trying to rebrand myself <laughs> because, okay. um, I guess like before, you know, I was all about like body image and all that stuff, and now I kind of want to switch to what I'm really like and I feel like a lot of people that um have social media they they post things that aren't like really I mean it's not what they're really like and in, in, in when you meet them in real per- <laughs> it's, <not what> it <laughs> it's a facade <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a facade <laughs> they want there's, show. More, there's more depth to me than like my Instagram but <laughs> if you want to talk to me you can totally message me on there yes yes you are beautiful you are kind you are sweet you are an amazing mom to banks you're an amazing wife you're an amazing friend and i am so honored to know you and thank you so much for sharing your story if you want if you're listening and you're like i need a friend like karen or (laughs) i need a friend like savannah and you haven't attended any of our walks go to the mom collective dot com 
and go to our walk finder, type in your zip code, find a walk near you. And if we don't have a walk near you, then we have an ambassador application page where you can apply to be an ambassador in your city. We get back to applicants every first of the month, and then we'll start an onboarding process with you. Um, if you are local to the Orange County area, we are having a mother's market April 22nd. It's not just your average farmer's market. It is going to be an interactive market where we're going to have really cool brands like um, an outdoor stroller. Well, all strollers are out. <laughs> but um, an adventure stroller where they're going to have like an off-roading course. We're going to have a diaper company where you're going to be able to change your baby's diaper, feel their diaper. You're going to have um, a formula company that's very clean, all organic. And um, we're going to have just activities for the children. So it's a family affair. Come on out. It's at freelance coffee project in newport beach april 22nd from 9 to 12 it's on our instagram go take a look at it um and then the cringe 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 (laughs) normally we leave this for jamie to do but tonight i've got this um we want this podcast to really reach people and really be able to bring um resources to the moms of our community and to the moms that haven't reached our community yet and so to do that if you could subscribe wherever you listen to our (laughs) podcast like comment all the above that would help us a ton so we really appreciate it savannah do you want to close us out yeah um we love you mama and we hope (laughs) we thank you for being on the podcast karen and we'll talk soon love you mama